How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Forever! Dog! There is nothing in the world as magical and terrifying as a girl. This week on the podcast, Kirsten White's The Guinevere Deception. Welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast that discusses why book fiction that was louder than you ever talked shit out of kelly it felt totally normal no, it felt different it felt welcome to teen creeps <laughs> very like <laughs> and standard attention <laughs> welcome to teen creeps the podcast that discusses why or teen horror what are we even saying whatever we say whatever we trashy want trashy teen horror except that this isn't that no it's not sometimes we take a departure this is one of those times one of your hosts Lindsay Kata. i want another one of your hosts kelly nugent and we are discussing the first in a trilogy yeah uh the guinevere deception yeah which is a take on king arthur story Mm-hmm. From Guinevere's point of view, with a very interesting twist. Yes. That I still don't. It's like I guessed it, but I didn't guess it. Yeah. No, me too. Like, I, okay. She's like the daughter of the Lady of the Lake, right? Gotta be. Is that what we think? Or Most likely. She's yes. like the magic of the daughter of yeah, the Lake. Yeah, she's somehow the lake. related to the Lady of the Lake. She seems like maybe she's not even human. Is she. All right, so I'll lay this theory sure. down that sure. I just thought of. Hit me with it. Um, later, after we've talked okay, okay, okay. a bit. Okay. okay, should I read the back? Yes, please. Princess Guinevere has come to Camelot to wed a stranger, the charismatic King Arthur. With magic clawing at the kingdom's borders, the great wizard Merlin conjured a solution, sending Guinevere to be Arthur's wife and his protector from those who want to see the young king's idyllic city fail. The catch? Guinevere's real name and her true identity is a secret. She is a changeling, a girl who has given up everything to protect Camelot. To keep Arthur safe, Guinevere must navigate a court in which the old, including Arthur's own family, demand that things continue as they have been, and the new, those drawn by the dream of Camelot, fight for a better way to live. And always, in the green hearts of forests and the black depths of lakes, magic lies in wait to reclaim the land. Deadly jousts, duplicitous knights, and forbidden romances are nothing compared to the greatest threat of all, the girl with the long, knotted black hair, riding on horseback through dark woods towards Arthur. Because when your whole existence is a lie, how can you trust even yourself? The first book in the Camelot Rising trilogy. This is important to know because I, fi- when I finished the book, Kelly, I was like, there has to be another. Kelly. Of course there has to be another. There's, our girl, Kirsten, would not leave so many things 
No, she's a trilogy. She's a trilogy girl. She's a trilogy girl, except for Elizabeth Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a one and done. You know what? Although, is- no, yeah, that's that's done. That's done. You know, um, you know what's really great about Kirsten White, aside from the fact that she's a phenomenal writer, she's a good Twitterer. She's a good Twitter. She's a fast writer. Damn, yeah, she's so fast. I I know that like before I know it, the next book will be out. Yeah, she's very um very 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 fast. She because like it's not as though. There was much time between Andy Darkin and Elizabeth Frankenstein, and now it's like no time between that and this. Yeah. Well, like when Andy Darkin came out, I was in Hawaii because I remember I was reading it. It had just come out and it automatically downloaded on my Kindle. Mm-hmm. And I actually haven't finished Andy Darkin. Um, or is it called Andy Rise? Oh, wait. Maybe. Yeah, the What's third the one. Trilo- or I'm trying to think what the trilogy is. Oh, uh, I think they call it. It's either and I rise or and I darken. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't remember. But the third one in that book series had just come out. And then it seems like that was like blink our eyes and we're here. And yet Elizabeth Frankenstein occurred in between yeah. them. And then this book. Yeah. She is a fast writer. Um, so did you like this book? I did. I really liked it. Me too. Um, I will say before I forget, I could do without a trilogy Having the word rising in it. Yeah. They also, a lot of them have rising. There are so many risings. Mm-hmm. They don't all have to rise, you guys. It feels very much like the trilogy. It's probably a marketing thing. Yeah. Though. And also are maybe being titled as if they're like being the acts of a story. And they're like, well, this is like the, the act. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> we know. Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um. Lots of risings. We'll see if there's any risings occurring in this trilogy. I think I could say this and not get in trouble. Sure. Is that we didn't know what to call the Infinity Train seasons. Mm. Season one, season two, series one, series two. Oh, yeah. What do we call them? Mm -hmm. Because it's um, (laughs) something I won't say. Um, And then all of a sudden... Cartoon Network's just calling them books. Oh. And I was like, huh? <laughs> so that was marketing stepping in. So now it's book one, book two. Mm, yeah. Right. Well, um, yeah, you know what? Then it probably is a marketing thing, the rise thing. Yeah. Rising. Um, I loved this book. Very good. Um, I do think, I'll, I'll say my big criticisms first. Sure. Actually, I'm going to knock one of them off the list because I was going to say she doesn't have much personality. Mm. But- She's brand new. She doesn't even know who she is. Right. And she All doesn't of have her opinions. memories have been taken and replaced. Yeah. She has strong opinions. Yeah. She has a point of view. Mm-hmm. She certainly, yeah, she has a point of view and perspective. But there's also, the other characters had a personality. So it could either be she doesn't have much of a personality or it can be that's for reasons. I think it's for sure for reasons. Because there are parts where she's like, do you remember the part where she sees the little kid in the market and she's like talking to Mordred and what's her friend's her name? Oh, I meant to look this up. Brangine. 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 Oh, oh, Brangine. 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 I don't know how you'd say these like Celtic-y names. Yeah. Brangine. 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 Mordred. Mordred. Um, 
So she she's like, basically the book starts with her um, on a horse. She's wearing a veil. She's being taken by um, the Knights of the Round Table, basically. And um, uh, and Bran- Brangian, which we'll find the pronunciation to that soon, or we won't. I This might be a hard one to track down. I meant to look it up. Because mm-hmm. she's not... Oh, interesting. English. So it's it, Brangain, also don't know how to sp- say that, was an actual historical person, handmaid and confidant of Tristan and Isolt. Isolt and Tristan, which, okay, that's true. Yeah, that's a that's a story. Because she's Isolt in here mm-hmm. and Tristan in here. Um, oh, yeah, oh, variously spelled with Brangian. We are not getting a pronunciation there. Okay, fine, whatever. Bran- yeah. Brangian. So she's with, um, so she's, being taken um, to wed Arthur. Yes. And uh, she seems to really feel comfortable in the woods, but then everyone's like really scared because they're like, yo, these woods were not here yesterday. That was shocking. I was like, <laughs> she's like, oh, good trees. And everyone's like, no, these trees should not be here. There were houses here yesterday. And then when, and now they're rocks. And then when they like, Fine. The uh, Brangian's like, oh, a little boy sold me bread weighted with stones, and I was gonna scold him on our way back. And then um, she notices a like little stump that's like the size of a boy. It's like all the people got turned into boulders. It's scary. Very sad. It was very sad and scary. So they're like, let's get out of these woods. She also like touches a leaf, and it feels like it bites her. Yeah, it feels like it has, has teeth. Yeah, because probably to her. She's only ever been in harmony with nature. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in a Guinevere form, mm-hmm. it is threat a threat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then she's like, ooh, that's weird. And then she and um, the knights and Brangian, one of the knights being Mordred, um, like they leave as quickly as they can to get to Camelot. But first they have to cross like a river. Is that what they have to cross? Lake. A lake to get there. That's where the lady of the lake. Oh, yes. Rizode. Rizode. She doth Rizode. the past tense of reside. <laughs> she Rizode there. Also, like, did you feel like her fear of the water was put in her head by Oh, yeah. Merlin? And I knew immediately. Yeah. The second she was scared of it, I was like, Merlin. I was like, oh, girl, you from it. Yeah. <laughs> And I was like, Merlin's trying to pretend, like, make it so that you never find out. And then that gets confirmed when she puts the memory of killing the dragon in Sir Boris's mm-hmm. head. Yes. Because you, you fill the person with, like, dread and something they don't want to think about. Mm-hmm. And, and so she don't. has, like, a memory of drowning. And she's like, why do I have that? Oh, that's weird. But so she's like, I hate it. I'm really scared. She starts hyperventilating. Brangian's like, I'll hold your hand. And then she's like, yo, this bitch is, like, too movementy. I can't hold her. So Mordred's like, I'll She's hold her. She's all full of movement. <laughs> Mordred was hot. Mordred, <laughs> as soon as I started reading about him, I was like, oh, that was nice of Kirsten White to uh, put a character in here for Kelly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> He's Loki. He's Loki. He he is the fanfic that we wrote, Loki. He's the fanfic that everyone wrote. Yeah. <laughs> he is so freaking hot. He's rife. Yeah. Rife for the Lokiing. Yes. He is okay. He's just like tricky and handsome. And like Although he's not 
tricky. He's not he's really sly. He's, he's sly. He There's doesn't think sly about him. Yeah. He's cocky. And he kind of has like a knowing smile. Yeah, he's always looking at her. Well, A, he's always looking at her. Mm-hmm. And B, he's always looking at her like caught you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's always looking at her when she's looking at Arthur and Arthur's looking at Camelot. Mm. It's a whatever is a square. What is <laughs> it's it? A, it's a love square. Yep. It's a love square. It's a love square. It's Camelot. <laughs> Camelot, Arthur, Arthur Mordred, and Guinevere. And Guinevere. <laughs> yep. Um, so Mordred like holds her and he like touches her waist and she's like, oh my God, what? Oh my God, don't stop. <laughs> and she's like, well, I feel strange. And then they get to Camelot and it's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's so good it's at castle painting that. Yes. Her locations are very neat. Yeah. Um, yeah, Camelot was like carved into a mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, and nobody knows how it got like that. Mm-hmm. How do you say Arthur's dad? Uther? Oh, Uther Pendragon. Uther Pendragon. Mm-hmm. Um, he took it, but he didn't build it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. he took over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end of the book, it's implied that like man, men did not make. Yeah. Not even men made it. Yeah. Something before. Except there are all those carvings. Yeah. And then so who made the carvings? Maybe who made- Faye. Maybe Faye. Maybe. So also the like mountain that Camelot is on is like even more so carved out from like the river that surrounds it. Yeah. Too. So there's like all the water, it's all water. water, 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 water. She's scared. Scared. She's scared. She's so scared. Um, and what happens immediately? Well, oh, they go across the ferry. She meets Arthur right meets away. Arthur. I was so happy that Arthur was good. Yeah, he was. The second he was like in on it. And a good guy, and like his downfall is that like he wants for his country too much or his land. He's very Jesusy. He is very Jesusy, and I also love that Kirsten White is so good at creating characters and relationships. She is, and that relationship of like this person that's like so magnetic and is good, and they they can't feel for you what you feel for them because they're so magnetic. Like they're just magnetic. So you feel drawn to them, but they can't feel that for you. And he does love her. He loves her. I was like, you guys just kiss already. Just fucking I kiss already. I could not handle how many times they would sit alone in a tent together and, and he would not kiss so her. so fucking shy. I they're couldn't. both so, because they both think that the other one I know. is just there for like, larger reasons yeah. than themselves. I, I want to say, and I mean this in the best, like seriously as the highest praise possible. Uh-huh. Oops. But the like relationshipy stuff is so fucking good. It reads like a really, really good fanfic. Like she's so good at getting you to care about these characters before. It's as if she's, or she's getting, she's so good at getting you to care about these characters so quickly. It's like, the kind of cheat that fanfic does where it's like, well, I'm going to use these characters that you already know. We don't really know Guinevere and, and and Arthur and Mordred, but like she gets us to care about them so quickly that it's like, oh, well now I'm in already. So like, let's just go on this adventure with these characters. It does help that we, we do know 
Arthur. Generally, and King Arthur. And Le- Lancelot. Sure. Um, saw that Lancelot twist coming. From a mile away. Uh, it's okay, though, because it's still cool. It was still cool. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. All right. Oh, I could have traded in. Mm. So, so to just like jump ahead a little bit, she is magic. She is magic. She thinks... Well, she she thinks her father is Merlin. Merlin sent her there to protect Arthur. I could have done with 20% less not magic in this book mm. and transferred that on over to the relationship. Mm. Like mm. 20% less not magic, 20% more relish. Yeah, no, I was into the relish stuff. Like even... Like the 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 non sexual ones of like all the relationships. Her finding out that Merlin lied to her and like this person that you think is good is actually like you know you know there's like little thoughts where you're like mm. I'm I'm also though very excited for her to get her memories back because you know that she did choose it yeah you know that whatever magical form she used to be in. She did choose to be Guinevere to help protect Arthur. Yeah. And Merlin was just doing his part. That's the thing. I think what, I, I think there's two it's things. like you feel her anguish. Yeah. But you also know that like, it's the last unicorn. Yeah. It's the last unicorn. I, I bet you, okay. A unicorn, is, or unicorn, a unicorn, turn, a unicorn turns into a girl. <laughs> a unicorn I, becomes yes. girl. I think, I think what, what is going to happen is that we're going to find out that Two things. I I do think that Merlin is a very ends justify the means guy. Well, he is a rapist. We He's find a rapist. out. That wasn't That's good. Fucking horrifying. Fucking horrifying. I do think though that maybe she was like, uh, okay, for the good of the realm, I'll do this thing. And he's like, So you know that like you're gonna lose these memories and you're okay with that. And she's like, Yeah. Yeah. I think she I think that yeah, happened. Yeah. I also think she was the orchestrator. Do you think she approached Merlin? Yeah. Do you think she's is she the lady? Okay, I'll just lay out the theory that Okay, I what's your theory? Of. She is the magic that was inside Excalibur. And that's why Excalibur is a void. Yeah. I wonder if she And if she gets near Excalibur, she would maybe like go back become in become Excalibur again. <gasps> and that's why the lady of the lake maybe she like absconded with mm-hmm. Excalibur or something. Mm-hmm. Like put her own form into it, or I don't know, because okay. the Lady of the Lake lost something. It feels like a daughter type thing. I think maybe she's her magic. I thought that too, but like she still she takes still- form and kills Merlin in theory. Yeah, I mean he's probably somewhere. He's probably not dead. He's probably but just trapped. But she does defeat him. Yeah, yeah. So it can't be that she's just magic. But she's definitely something. She's something that feels like a daughter. Yeah, and she's she's there is no magic in the lake. Exactly. We know that. Yes, because she's been she searching puts for out it. her her witch sense. Oh yeah, the witch her mag- her spidey her sense little rocks over the lands. Yeah, she puts little rocks everywhere, for, feeling for magic. No, she feels the rocks, and then she sets rocks. Yeah, she up sets to, like, other rocks, <laughs> and then she's like, "My rocks aren't picking up shit." Yeah. So she feels out all the little pockets of magic because Arthur banished all magic because it's like man's time now. Yeah. Like, sorry, magic. You are not going to be the, what's the word I'm looking for? Apex predator. Well, basically, yeah, because. <laughs> and so now it's man's time. Arthur's going to carve that out, taking yeah. them from like brutal 
hunter-gatherer killing each other, just mm-hmm. like no kindness in the laws mm-hmm. to Camelot and modern mm-hmm. humanity. It was, and also- But he had to banish magic to do so, even though, and it was like Merlin made him. Yeah. He's like, no, this has to happen. He's like, oh, fine. And he like didn't want to do that and didn't mm-hmm. want to banish Merlin, but like also like the Dark Queen. I, I also think like, I, I loved too that the Dark Queen- which Arthur went to battle with and fought her back. And that's why they're like, he beat back all the magical forests. Mm-hmm. And that's why when the forest suddenly appears, they're like, ah, yeah. Yeah. I do like that. She's not just like evil. She's wild and untamable and mm-hmm. like has some nefarious purposes, but it's she's not- like Kalima. She's birth yes. and death. Yes. Yes. And she also is like, yeah, it's not just like, and then I'm going to sit in a big black yeah. throne. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. she's not like a Disney no queen. She's like, also, like, she was retaliating. Because, like, man was encroaching upon nature and fairies and magic and, like, all that shit. Oh, also, the part with the dragon. Oh, the my fucking God. dragon. That made me so sad. So Anytime she put her hands and like felt the thoughts of something, the boar made me really sad too. The boar might have made me sadder than the dragon because the boar's mind was totally gone. Yeah, the boar had been the dark queen totally took over that boar's mind and sent sent the boar to kill Guinevere, but no, to find out what Guinevere was to like hurt her because the dark queen can't get to her. Mm -hmm. She's like. A void. Yeah. Because that's the thing. The dark queen is like the queen who is not queen. Yeah, that's how she refers to her. Because there are these like um, chapters, these bits between the chapters where you're in the dark queen's thoughts. Yeah. She calls her queen, not queen. And she she describes her as like, oh, there's, it's not, there's nothing there like there would be with a human. She's like, Mm -hmm. there's, it's something's off with her. Mm -hmm. Um, But so, yeah, the boar was like, that was when Guinevere like runs off into the woods. Why? She and Brangian do. Are they going to get supplies? Is it something that simple? Yes. I think they were think just so. going to get supplies. Yeah. And they're outside of Camelot for what reason? Um, some officially oh, tournamenty. Yeah, aren't they supposed to reason. go? Aren't they going or coming back from being with Arthur? To go meet those the picts, the picts, different part. Okay, great. <laughs> um, they're just in, on an errand. They're in yeah. the woods. They're they're outside of Camelot. Um, Guinevere is finally Arthur's finally invited Guinevere to come along. We clearly forget the reason because mm-hmm. it's not important. That's mm-hmm. why we forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then this boar comes at them, mm-hmm. and she on oh, Lancelot shows up. That's when she meets Lancelot. Yeah. Truly for the first time. Yeah. So before she had only ever known Lan- Lancelot as the Patchwork, the Patchwork Knight. Which is fun. Which is fun. That is fun. Mm-hmm. Because that knight wears like a bunch of different armor. So it's like patchwork. Um, and no one can beat the Patchwork Knight in the like, they have like these tournaments in the round where people fight each other. And then if you- Super intense job interview. <laughs> yeah, it, really. If you <laughs> if you beat everybody, then you get to like- Then you get to fight the knights of the round table. And then if you beat them- And if you beat three, you get to be a knight. 
Mm-hmm. And if you b- beat five, then you get to be, oh, then you get to be like a knight of the round yeah. table, like a main yeah. Arthur knight as opposed to just like Camelot knight. Yeah. And then if you beat Arthur, you get a rank. Nothing really happens, but like you get to have that. On You're your, extra special. You're very special. <laughs> um, So Arthur's like obsessed with Lancelot. Because of how good Lancelot yeah. plays. And Arthur is great. I love Arthur. I really love Arthur. Arthur is my... He's your guy. He's my guy. Which That's says everything about both of us. us. Yeah. No, totally. <laughs> is your Mordred, I'm Arthur. Where I'm like, oh, he's so good. The thing is like, <laughs> but that like... And both of them have... Both of them are so flawed, which I love. Mordred is very sympathetic. Yeah. I was very glad of that. I thought he was going to be like generic bad, like... um Everlasting Aha. Bells type. Yeah. Deal. I tricked you. Aha. Yeah. No, I've been doing this the whole time because no. I was just waiting and waiting and waiting for his turn because I know. We know he's going to turn. The story. Yeah. Yeah. Very generally. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just in King Arthur, he fights him. Yeah. <laughs> That's just what happens. And Mordred turns because he is the grandson of Morgan Le Fay. Mm-hmm. No, son of Morgan Le Fay. Son- and oh, the Dark Queen is his grandmother. Is his grandmother. Looking forward to that. This makes me want to read The Once and Future King and Mists of Avalon. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and he also is like, You are like so you don't belong in that castle. Like, look at you. You belong out here in the wilds. Cause guess what? She does. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, You could be so much more. And also he's like, we don't have to join the Dark Queen in her thing at the very end. He's like, he's like, look, I want to like let her free, but like we don't we can have to go off together. Yeah, he's like, we don't have to kill Arthur together. Like, I don't need to do that. We don't have to swear allegiance to either of them. Exactly. Which I thought was cool. I thought that was cool too. I really liked that he wasn't just mustache twirling. Yeah. I liked that he he's just like he's devoted to magic. He's fallen in love with her. He knows that she's more than what she seems. Mm-hmm. And he also does love Arthur. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. I really like both of these guys, both Arthur and Mordred. I, I, I did like that, you know what? Arthur can't help that he's so magnetic. He can't help it. He can't help that like he's just a good person and his people see that. He's and, the chosen one. Yeah. And he is ready like his first and foremost is his people and at the same time it is so heartbreaking when she gets captured and arthur doesn't try to save her because he's like but that's the thing right but then he does but then he does but at it's the same time so, it's like it's like but it's so, you didn't right away exactly and but she also is like but you shouldn't exactly. and i shouldn't even be here because you shouldn't have to face this choice exactly you are meant to bring Humanity to a like peaceful era. Yeah. And also like also it, wow, did you fail? Yeah. Real, yeah, real fail, real failure. Um I don't know if you've looked around, Arthur, but we're not doing that well. It's not great. It's not great. It's not great. Um yeah, maybe like, that's the end of the trilogy. Yeah. It's just Arthur fails. Arthur fails. I mean, that is kind of it, is the dream of Cam- Camelot dies. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's it. I also like a, even as a reader, like even as a reader who I, I, here's the crazy thing. Yes, my OTP in this book is Mordred and her, mm-hmm. but I was still shipping her and Arthur. And I was shipping her and Mordred. Like, like every time they were together, I was like, kiss her, 
kiss, 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 kiss. You guys should kiss. I really, I really also like that it wasn't just like, wow, Mordred thrills me, but I should be paying attention to Arthur. It's Mm -mm. like, no, she's in love with Arthur. Yeah. And also, she's really attracted to Mordred. Yeah. And I love too when she kisses. It's complicated, y'all. So, Kristen, (laughs) you're so good. Um, like when she when she and Mordred kiss, hot, hot, hot. But then Mm -hmm. also she was like, remember the moment that she and him like touch? Yeah, and there's a spark. And there's a spark, and she's like, oh no, he's fire. Yeah, and she's like, oh no, um, I don't feel a spark when I touch Arthur. I feel warm, but like that's not the same, right? And then she's like worried. But like, I love very different. Yeah. And I love like her kind of learning what different types of attraction and love are, which was really cool. Um, Yeah. I liked that she was into the kiss, but it also made her go, well, I need to go plant one on Arthur right now. Yes. Oh, and then there were so many times that her and Arthur are laying down next to each other in a bed. And I was like, what's up? Kiss, 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 kiss. And they wouldn't. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're so shiny. Me? No, they're so shy. Oh, they said you're so shiny. No. I did just, here's the thing, I just got a facial and my skin is very shiny right now. So I was like, I know. You're um, like, I guess. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> In the middle of a podcast, you're so shiny. You're so shiny. What are you, my mom? <laughs> oh, that's interesting that you chose to wear your hair like that. Yeah. Oh, did you not change your shoes? <laughs> oh, I just thought you were going to is all. <laughs> um, we need to talk about maybe okay. One of my fa- I, I love so many of these characters, but I really loved Brangie. Brangie. Bran- I'm just gonna say Brangine. Brangine. I really liked Brangine a lot. I liked that she was Brangian. Brang. Brangian. Brangie. <laughs> Tristan Isold. Tristan Isold. That's easy. So, but I only know Isold because I've heard. The story before, and because mm. I've watched the movie. Mm. Oh yeah, let's rewatch the what's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music and fall festivals galore. Then live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie and Wrightsville and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Let's pull up the trailer for Tristan what, and Isolde. What was that movie again? Who was in that? Um, I don't remember. Okay, guess who? Guess who was in it? Um, uh, what's that actress? Do you want me to tell you when it came out so it can help you? 
came out 2006. That's my guess of when it came out. <gasps> it did. Yep. Okay. I'm very good at guessing or remembering wh- when movies come out. Whoa. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Wow, 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 wow. All right. Do you know who who's in it? I don't remember. I know she's super pretty. Sophia Miles. Oh, no. Oh, no. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> I remember who Tristan is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bummer. It's James Franco. That's too bad. That's really too bad. That is too bad. That's just, you hate she's to see it. gorgeous. She's beautiful. Sophia Miles. Yep. Wow. I'm going to look up. James Franco. Here it's spelled Brangain, the yeah. Wagner opera of it. Oh, the Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go have that exact same conversation. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this oh, Tristan matter. und Isolde. Und since it is written Brangain. Brangain. Okay. I'm going to say Brangain. Brangain. <clears throat> um, I liked that Brangine did magic. Oh, it may just be Brangine though. Brangine, I could see that. Brangine. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. Um, I liked that she did magic. Um, and I also like that she. Um, oh, that like she also did not magic, and mm-hmm. that. Oh, by the way, K N O T. Yeah, listeners, not yeah. magic. So. The uh, the type of magic, most of the type of magic that um, Guinevere does is K-N-O-T, not magic, where she ties knots out of different things and then sometimes has to put her blood on it. Um, they, they act as like symbols. Yeah. So there's like an obey knot, a wake up knot, go to sleep knot. A uh, blinding knot. Protecting knot. Protecting. Um, and she also like is like, oh, um, Merlin taught me this but like and she's like did he though yeah she's like but did he because like that's such a mortal type of magic and like yeah almost like it's like very homespun it's like too basic for him it's super basic it's super basic it's just like basic because she describes merlin as like being so like of magic that he's like otherworldly he floats around he doesn't yeah it's like he doesn't just just do magic he like is a warlock yeah he is a wizard yeah Whereas, like, Brangain is performing magic. Yes. But she's not a witch. Right. And, I mean, it's telegraphed pretty a lot that Guinevere also is magic. Yeah. She's, like, a – she can actually, like, control fire and, Mm -hmm. yeah, she can do fire magic, not magic. Mm -hmm. There is water, water magic, but she's too afraid of the water. She also I think she maybe is water. Maybe. And that's like she's the she's like wa- water magic itself or something. Yeah. And the Lady of the Lake has been like robbed mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. Still wondering about that. The unmaking, the Excalibur unmaking magic thing. Yeah. Maybe the, then it's she like can't be Excalibur. Yeah. But the Lady of the Lake hands him Excalibur. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> also like yeah i was i, I really like that theory of her being the magic that's in excalibur so maybe she is 
I, the thing that makes me question it, is I don't also think it's right. But when um, Mordred, when he like cannon, <laughs> yeah, had cannon. Mordred was like, oh, um, the 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 reason that the sword is like harmful to you is because you're magical and like it's harmful to all magical things because it's a void. Yeah, and so I was like, oh, maybe. Like, how is it a void? Yeah, that itself is. Why a is magic. it a void? How is it a void? <sighs> Why is it a void? <laughs> when is it a void? <laughs> Where is it a void? Um, when is it a void? <laughs> Which Who is it a void? Is it a void? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, also, like Camelot, just I wanted to like I wanted to walk around in Camelot, like the way that she described it. It seemed so cool, and like I was having. I'm not a very visual reader. Mm. Um, so I was having a lot of trouble picturing mm. Camelot. Like I was, I was able to picture the like castle of it mm-hmm. in the mountain, but then when it got to the part where she's like actually in the like village, mm-hmm. more villagey areas, I was just picturing like a gutter <laughs> with like houses made of stone um, all down it. <laughs> It reminded me a little bit of Mont Saint Michel, and so I was kind of picturing Mont Saint Michel a little bit. Oh yes, I know that very well. Absolutely, what you're talking about. Okay, it is a. <laughs> um, it's an. I think it used to be an abbey, um, but it has a castle on it. But it's like an island, basically. Um, that's like the the edge of the hamlet part of it, it up. is um, here. Okay, it is an island and mainland mm. commune in Normandy, France. Oh, totally. Um, yeah, so like that. So, totally. and I've, I've been there, so it like feels it's very um, like there's like a little bit of a villagey kind of part around the sides. Yeah, of it. Um, and it totally has been like carved out by the because so basically you can't. Um, oh yeah, this may have been what she was writing. It might have been. It seems very much because like it is it. just utterly surrounded by water. Yeah, sometimes. So this is when the tide comes in. Mm. So basically, like people like to go walking, you know, out on those. Dang, this is pretty. It's really cool. Um, people like to go walking out on the sand, but the tide comes in like really fast. So people have like drowned. Like every year, people drown um, because certain times a day, it's all sand. But yeah, this seems very Camelotty. Yeah. So like that's kind of what I. Dang, this is pretty. Was picturing like. <gasps> It's like shockingly beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. And like the the like just the grounds itself, like this is exactly what I was picturing. So like Yeah. Y- like kind of like that is sort of I think what that's I what I was picturing. Yeah. But I was picturing it being inside a mountain. But it like is oh, the mountain. I think it is the mountain. I was picturing it being yeah, car- like but like actually in a mountain. With kind water of, in front of it. Is it, were you thinking of it kind of like the thing in, um, it's in Indiana Jones, that town or that city that's like carved out from the wall, the rocks, the red? I can't think what that is, but it's entirely possible that something mm-hmm. from that got stuck in my head mm-hmm. and that that is it. Um, this picture is so pretty. Yeah, I can see somebody looking at this going, Camelot. Yeah, yeah. Especially since I don't know the geography of the fifth and sixth centuries. Oh, the architecture? 
No, I mean like the layout, like oh, who owned what. I have no who idea. What. Where, like, where exactly was? Okay, I'm gonna look this up because I know it's like the Norman Conquest is what made England, and because like the Normans were French, and I bought a book about it, and I have not read it yet. Okay, I found out where do 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 where it was where London, either Somerset, <laughs> Winchester, or um. Carillon in South Wales. So somewhere on the mm. aisle. is all on the English aisle. Yeah. Um, but they don't have, I mean, it's, they don't have, the the structure itself is gone. I remember when I learned yeah. that, I was so sad. <laughs> when I was a kid, I was like, what? <laughs> Camelot? Also, people are still sort of debating whether it was, whether enough of the details are true to say that he is based in fact. Yeah. Instead of just being like, an amalgamation or somebody that got a ton of lore added to him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, a composite. Yeah. Um, In a Robin Hoodie way. Also, some historians believe that Cam- Camelot wasn't built, but was rather housed in a structure already built and left over by Romans. Which is what they were saying. Yeah. It was already built. Um, um, that's the other thing is he's banishing magic and he's bringing Christianity. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> if that's what you want to do, then I'm not going to stop you. But I don't know if yeah. that's the best yeah. idea. Might not be the best. <laughs> also, I like when um when she goes to church and she's like, "Uh oh, <laughs> I told them that I was in a convent and that I'm Catholic. <laughs> I, don't know what I'm and doing. I don't know what the fuck this is." And she's like, mm, "I see the p- appeal. Uh, not for me, but great, <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool." I see why Arthur chose it is because all everybody's together and it's supposed like everybody's equal. Cool, 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 cool. Really hope that nobody figures out that I am magic. <laughs> I know. Um, it, I'm trying to think. Oh, I was so relieved because so when she first comes to the castle, the first thing that Brangian Brangian does is like pull her bath, and she's like, "I uh, will not bathe." <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I know this is like." ancient times but like how is she gonna clean herself i was like i'm so I, i'm stressed i was stressed yes. out i was I, like uh, but what have you been doing i know thankfully you were supposedly at that convent for three years I and know. all of a sudden you're like what do i do what do you mean all of a sudden what do you do thankfully she uses fire she bathes in fire mm-hmm. itself mm-hmm Mm-hmm. I really liked it when she used that magic on Sir Tristan. Me too. That was very cool. It was cool. And I was like, see, I think she does have a personality there in that moment where she's like, like her personality is that she's stubborn, um, that she thinks she knows what's best. Um, she's prideful, um, but also very quick to be like, oh, I guess I know nothing then and I'm stupid. <laughs> like yeah <laughs> really like she will be like oh i know what's best and then one person will show like one detail and she's like okay i was very stupid and wrong and i should and just go through myself probably the yeah i should just probably die now <laughs> yeah yeah but in that moment when uh king arthur is like do not like what is it he's like don't try and save him yeah because people see that you're magic and then i can't protect you yeah oh yeah because she thinks she was sent there to protect arthur really told arthur that he has to protect her what do we think the truth is? Both? Both. He just needs to get both of them away. He needs to get both of them protecting each other. Maybe the thing is that they have to be together. I or think near each other. They need each other. Yeah. 
Maybe she is Excalibur. I'm feeling like I it. No. I, I like that Why theory a lot. Why is it such a void? What is the unmaking? What is she? What is she? I'm so curious because I thought she was just going to be like just straight up beat the lady of the lake. Me too. But then we meet the lady of the lake and I was like, well, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the water is pissed. Water in general is very pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. Because she's gone. Mm-hmm. It is enraged. Mm-hmm. I was thinking when the Dark Queen was appearing and all the trees were attacking and it was like, what could be stronger than nature? What could be stronger than fire? And I was like, well, water. Water mm-hmm. is the thing that you cannot fight. Water comes and comes. Yeah. Well, even at water the beginning- Water puts out fire. Water can drench nature. Water can drown you. Yeah. At the beginning of the book, she even says that like she felt- from because she when she touches things right she feels them she feels the um the oh yeah the, the mountain the mountain and the mountain feels afraid of the water because the mountain knows that eventually the water yeah. will erode it completely completely yeah the mountain knows its own mortality which yeah. is very interesting yeah so I feel like that's an interesting that seed cool. planted and what we know about Kirsten White is that she doesn't let any little details so go she's away she's a little farmer she's a little farmer. So I think I think there's something there. I think I don't know. I think there's something to the Excalibur. There is for sure. Thing. I think I'm wrong though. I think it's an interesting idea, but that I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. The Lady of the Lake gave Excalibur to thing. Arthur. Why would she have something that unmakes her? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we don't know that it's always unmade magic. Or wait, maybe she. Maybe okay. Spitballing here. Okay. What if Excalibur was an incredibly magic sword? Mm-hmm. Lady of the Lake gave it to Arthur mm-hmm. as a gift. Mm-hmm. Merlin extracted the magic yeah, I think from that makes Excalibur, sense. which makes it a sword he can use against nature, mm-hmm. not just man. No, because I think it is a void of magic. It is devoid yeah. of magic. That's why the Lady of the Lake could have it and now can't. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And because she, that's why she is there undoing is because she won't fight it and also merlin right he's like so he was one who was always helping arthur and of course he would do something to try and help arthur defeat the lady or the dark queen and i'm sure that once it became that void he can't be around it either so he's like you know what you should ban magic (laughs) and me for other reasons (laughs) for unrelated and then arthur's like okay and he's like, I have to go. You're banning me. <laughs> and then he Oh, leaves. no. I'm banned. <laughs> okay, well, bye. <laughs> um, and then I Very think he absconded with the... It <sighs> I... Because... Yeah, how could the Lady of the Lake give... I think How could Excalibur right. live inside the lake? No, I think you're right. Because otherwise <gasps> it would have sucked away all the magic. That's why you put that silver thing on her head. Silver thing. Oh. The silver chain with the blue jewel in yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know about you, but I always picture Excalibur with like some jewels. Really? Yeah. Do not picture it with jewels, but I can okay. see. Here's what the I'm thought. picturing. Okay. Shira's sword. Oh, Shira's sword. Okay. And so it's like that jewel that's yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. She is the jewel. I don't know. There's also Theorize something it. else there, right? Wait, so what is Excalibur made of? Do we know? No. Let's look up facts about Excalibur. Because remember also, she was like, 
um, iron wants blood and like she has to give her blood to the iron and like there's something there maybe. Um, oh yeah, iron yeah. needs back magic. Yeah, because remember she it was is, doing her not magic with those iron. really thin pieces of iron. I love these things where it's like, King Arthur replica blade. It's like, bitch, you don't know shit. How would you know if that's a replica? <laughs> yeah, okay. it, so it would be sort of like this jewel encrusted type yeah. thing. And it's like, he's putting a jewel on her head. You know what? Like she's a sword. So I'm confused about the... <laughs> I'm confused like an idiot. About the timeline. So King Arthur pulled Excalibur out of the stone. Mm-hmm. So he had it, and then the Lady of the Lake gave him the sword? No, somebody, like, threw it in the lake. Away from him. Yes. Okay. Legendary sword of King Arthur, sometimes also attributed with magical powers or associated with the rightful sovereignty of Britain. Excalibur and the sword in the stone are sometimes said to be the same weapon, but in most versions they are considered separate. Interesting. Excalibur was associated with it. <laughs> and the sword in the stone. Arthurian romance, number of explanations. In Merlin, the first tale to mention the sword in the stone motif, Arthur obtained the British throne by pulling a sword from an anvil sitting atop a stone that appeared in a churchyard on Christmas Eve. Christ. In this account, as foretold by Merlin, the act could not be performed except by the true king. Um, the identity of the sword as Excalibur is made explicit in the later prose Merlin. However, in the most famous English language version of Arthur tales, Arthurian tales, early in his reign, Arthur breaks the sword from the stone while in combat against King Pellinore, whoever the fuck that is, and is given Excalibur by the Lady of the Lake in exchange for a later boon. Okay, Interesting. Do so, Interesting. So I looked up how did the Lady of the Lake get Excalibur. Mm -hmm. Now there's related questions. You want to hear them? You're so much better at Googling. Do you want to hear? I'm just like Excalibur. <laughs> it's <Search>. like Las Vegas. <laughs> and that is what it gave me first. <laughs> then I had to type in sword. Okay, okay. go ahead. Do you want to hear the, the related questions? Yes. One question is not like the others. <laughs> Are you ready? One of these questions just isn't the same. Was Merlin a real person? Is Camelot a real place? How did Morgana die? Why did Arthur die? Does Merlin marry? Why is Merlin called Emrys? Was Salazar Slytherin evil? <laughs> <laughs> also, by the way, and uh, this is totally the same question. Is Salazar Slytherin evil? <laughs> like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What did you just ask? Nothing. <laughs> no, you asked something. I said, is Merlin an end sword? That's not what you asked. <laughs> what did you ask? It was about Arthur. It was about Arthur. Okay. Did you read the assigned homework or did you reread Harry Potter? Oh my God. Next question. Stuart Haggard a Slytherin. Stuart, Stuart, did you read King Arthur, the assigned reading, or did you read Harry Potter again? <laughs> oh no. Now I'm You're a bitch. <laughs> now I'm in, in a different in a different world here. What? Oh my God. One of the questions is, why was Hagrid executed? And I was like, wait, what? what? <laughs> oh, the actor who played Hagrid died. <gasps> really? Wait, let's double check what? this. Let's double check this. I don't think that's true. Oh, Robbie Coltrane is alive. Never mind. 
I was spreading false fucking internet. I was spreading <laughs> misinformation. Fake news. What's coming will come, Hagrid. Oh, what's coming will come, and we'll meet it when it does. Okay. Um. Wait. What? Hermione's dead. Guys, I am what completely is lost. What do you mean is Hermione's dead? Hermione died. <laughs> Hermione did not die. It says, "Is this real? What site? Uh, <laughs> spell out the site that you are on right now." Okay, I'm on HP Moore Wiki. Harry Potter. <laughs> what is? Oh, this is fan fiction. Oh my God, Kelly. <laughs> Just over there reading fan fiction. <laughs> I, no, I was reading a wiki about the alternate story, Harry Potter and the Methods of Rationality. What? Okay, I got really confused because it said that Hermione tried to kiss Harry Potter twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wow. I should not have read that. What the fuck? Okay, back to Camelot. Jesus. I looked up. I've been looking at stuff and there's this public domain art of little baby Arthur pulling the sword from the stone (laughs) and they gave him the lumpiest butt (laughs) yo that baby has a lumpy butt yo that's a lumpy butt that's a lumpy butt I'm gonna post this on I wonder if we're gonna meet Galahad probably Probably. I look forward to meeting Morgan Le Fay in some way. Yes, I love Morgan Le Fay. Um, the powers of Excalibur. Excalibur's best known magical property is the ability of its scabbard to heal wounds. Oh, whatever. That's not interesting. It has nothing to do with water. Hmm. The knight finally throws Excalibur into the lake. A hand reaches out of the water to receive the sword and pulls it out under. Is this after? This is after. Arthur dies. Yeah. Just tell me what Excalibur is. Okay, Britannica, you're my only hope. You're like a real website. (laughs) Well, you let me down. Anyway, yep, you let me down. (laughs) Whatever. Who even cares? She's a sword. Wait, what are you trying to figure out? I'm trying to figure out where Excalibur even came from or what it is or how it got to the Lady of the Lake, why she gave it to him. Nothing is definitive. Everybody just keeps talking about like, in this one, it's this. And in this other one, though, it was this. I think it's just a sword that represents... But the problem with these is they're not telling the lore of the lady having the sword or why she gives it to Arthur or what the sword is or where it came from. Well, because he originally... Everything is like, oh, and then a lake chick gives him a sword. Wasn't that nice? Like, it's just recounting a a story beat. Yeah. It really... That's the kind of the problem with a lot of these Mm. myths. I was listening to actually uh, an episode of Myths and Legends about specifically the King Arthur story um, and the Knights of the Round Table. Mm-hmm. And like, it really is like, like, oh, there's a sword and whoever can pull it out. It's like, but where did the sword come from? Who cares? Like, <laughs> Which is fine. Like, I don't care. I just want to know. I'm fine with the whole like, oh, he pulls a sword. Mm-hmm. But like, when it comes to a woman, a, who is the lady of the lake? You capitalize lady, lady and lake. lake. 
So what's that about? Yeah, like did she do shit before this? Like was she yeah, created what's her deal? For Why this? is she helping Arthur? I do Come not on, know. Spark notes, help a bitch out. I don't need to know the motifs. Oh, here we go. Book two of Once and Future King is called The Queen of Air and Darkness. Oh. Gawain tells the story of their grandmother, Igraine, the Countess of Cornwall, whose husband was killed by Uther Pendragon, so Pendragon could have Igraine as his wife. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I found the, the legend. Oh, and that's origin. how that's how Merlin's a rapist, by the way, is he yeah. um bewitched Igraine to believe that she was having sex with her husband, but it was actually Pendragon. And that's how Arthur was born. Okay, so according to legend, the Lady of the Lake lived in a C-A-S-D-E, I don't know what that is, beneath Has- a lake, cast beneath a lake, surrounding the mystical island of Avalon, which is where um, Camelot is. Um, she raised Lancelot after his father died and then gave Arthur the magical sword. This is interesting. Chapter two of the of book two of Once and Future King. Back in England, Arthur stands on the battlements of a castle with Merlin, blah, blah, blah. They discuss this and that, blah, blah, blah. Merlin also tells Arthur that he will have to start thinking for himself because Merlin knows that he will soon fall in love with a girl named Nemu, who will Nimue. use Merlin's own spells to trap him in a cave in for a- several centuries. Okay. In this, she traps him in a tower. <laughs> Sometimes she traps him in a tree. Apparently, it's tree, cave, or tower, different versions of the story. Hmm. This part was just like, the boys ride a couple of donkeys to the beach. <laughs> what is this? In the, in the summary. Um, so, mm-hmm. okay, wait. So, what happens in this story? So, she... Um, way more characters. Yeah. Uh, Guinevere, she can't remember what her real name is. Um, yes. Because um, she whispers it to a flame and the flame takes it. And then she's like, well, crap. No, I don't remember it. <laughs> well, shit. Now I lost my name. <laughs> and uh, she... Uh, shit. Now I'm no one. <laughs> um, we learn throughout the book that she like didn't... She First of all, she was like, I didn't ever know any children. And then, oh, to get back to the part that like we were talking about at the beginning, she... Uh, is in this marketplace and um, she meets a little kid and she's kind of like, you know, it's a peasant child. She's like playing with the peasant child and being nice to the kid about um, the child's pet chicken. And uh, everyone's like, oh my gosh, you're so like Arthur's, you're so like Arthur. Like he is a man of the people, you're a woman of the people, that's great. And she's like, oh, I felt really bad for that kid. That little kid was missing teeth. And they were like, um what and she's like well she's gonna have to live her whole life without teeth and they're like they grow Um, back girl she's gonna grow those are her baby teeth and she's like what and like you know that there's like more teeth and she's like yeah (laughs) yeah i was joking and then she's like she just goes yeah well they're like yeah but those are his baby teeth and soon his adult teeth will grow and did you not Know that? Yeah, I knew that. So when is lunch? And everybody's just like, oh, well, lunch is at noon. And they just like act like it never. Yeah. <laughs> and also in her head, she's like, she's wait, like, there's <gasps> teeth lying <gasps> and waiting. Yeah. Um, I love that part because teeth are terrifying. They are and, very scary. Uh, that was 
I felt very close to Kirsten in that oh, moment. We also, we touched on this, but we'll have to go into it. The dragon. So there's this old knight, Sir Bors. Um, and Sir Bors is- B-O-R-S. Um, huh? B-O-R-S. Yeah. So the audience can, the listeners can picture what we're saying. <laughs> um, and he's like a nice, gruff, older knight. And kind of like prickly, but she likes him. So he hears that there's a dragon and everyone in Camelot is all a a flutter about it. They're like, oh my gosh, a dragon. There haven't been dragons in centuries, like a dragon. He's going to go kill it. So he leaves and she's like, oh, he's going to get killed by this dragon. So she's like, well, Arthur's out of town again, because all Arthur does is go to town. So she's like, (laughs) out, 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 town, town, town. So she's like, ah, Brangian, you are going to come with me. And we're going to stop him from trying to fight this dragon. So she goes out and it's like a four-hour horse ride. She gets there. Um, she sneaks up. She she throws. Um, she has like a, a knot of like blind or sleep. Yeah. She throws it she, on Sir Bors. She got it from Brangine. Right. Brangine was making it. Because Brangine mm-hmm. was making her sleep every night. Mm-hmm. Um, so she throws it on. She was trying to figure out what happened to Isold, who twist is her lover. Yay. Not Tristan's. Yeah. And Tristan's like, I just want to see my girls get together. <laughs> He's like, they're just they're they're just best. They're I'm here for them. Yeah. He's like, I'm they're their the best ones friends. in love. They're in We're love. We're all best friends. I'm just here for yeah. her. Um, so she throws the knots. It's like just knotted string onto Sir Bors. He falls asleep. She goes up and touches the dragon and she feels what it feels. And it just is thinking about how it's the last of its kind and it's seen all of its family be killed by men and it just wants to go crawl into a hole and never wake up again. And that the Dark Queen has been trying to tempt it and... It doesn't want to even be a part of the Dark Queen's thing. It just wants to die alone because it's alone and there's its whole family's dead. And she's like, mm, that's sad. She's like, yeah. She's like, I feel you. And he's like, and the dragon's just like, mm, I could take, like in his head, it doesn't mm-hmm. talk to her. It's picturing the things that it wants. Yeah. And so it pictures, well, it doesn't do this to her yet, but so she's like, fine, like I'll let it go. It's been injured. It can't even fly anymore. So she lets it go and she... Um, p- implants a memory into Sir Bors that um, she's like, well, Merlin taught me that like you have to make a memory so embarrassing or painful that they won't want to think about it. Um, so I'll just make him think that he killed the dragon. He cut open, open its stomach. All this um, sheep awful fell out of its body. It was so disgusting that he puked and shot himself. <laughs> and then he had to wash all those clothes in the river and he woke up naked. Yeah. So that ought to do it, and it does. <laughs> and it works. Um, I mean, she has to also, like, haul all of his clothes off I know, him, and, like, throw, throw it in a river. <laughs> and then later, the you were in the dragon's head, and the dragon is picturing, like, oh, she's like me. She's alone. And we could be together, and we could just curl up next to each other. And, like, He thinks that, of her as the lost girl. It's like, oh, the lost girl should have stayed with me. It's so sad. Really? Oh, that got me. And the Dark Queen is trying to get a like a grip on the dragon. Yeah. He's like, bitch, I'm done with your like, dumb war. You killed my family. Yeah. Um, and then uh 
And then it's really funny because later when Sir Boris gets back, they're like at this big feast and someone's like, oh, I heard you killed the dragon. He's like, uh, yeah. Oh, can we talk about something else, please? Like, wow. How did it happen? He's like, well, I killed it and it was dead. <laughs> so. Woo. Is that a roast on the table? Let's <laughs> talk about that. Like, when's lunch? Mm. Anytime. Yeah. Somebody doesn't want to talk about something. When's lunch? <laughs> that happening soon? Um. So basically, Guinevere kind of like is trying to protect um, Arthur, finds out that she's also supposed to be protected. So then she's like embarrassed and mm-hmm. like also feels like that a burden. Out. But, and Arthur's like, no, please stay. Please be my queen. Yeah. That's who you are. You're my queen. Yeah. And bitch still doesn't get that he's in love with her. But Come also, on. but that's the thing also is that like he is very like, he he's like, be my queen. That's what you're supposed to be. And she's like, okay, but like, you're fuck queen or yeah, like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, and also like. Also, okay, but he, like, we going to get busy? Yeah, she's like, so are, we, are you just going to keep like laying or, next to me on the bed and not doing anything? Or like. Or like, you're going to use those lips. Yeah. But also like, he's very, um, he wants it all. And he can't have it all. Like he wants everything. He wants everybody to be happy. Yes. And that's not possible. He wants to be all things to all people. Yeah. yeah. He's a good guy. He's good, but also it's... He's burdened. Yeah. It, and then it becomes a burden to those around yeah, him. It's a flaw because then it's like, well, it's in a way it's selfish to want to be all things to all people because you can't. But it's also admirable. It's it's so like tricky. And that's why I love how she writes these characters because it's so... I'm like, girl, I get why you are in love with Arthur. I get it. I'll probably be in love with him. But maybe you just fuck Mordred. But maybe you just got to fuck Mordred in a tent. <laughs> just like to tide you over. Yeah. Um, and also like that's the other thing is that because he's king and because he has this very real duty to his people, he's gone all the time and yeah. isn't there for her when she needs him. And at the same time. He's having a broker piece all over the place. He's having a broker piece. And it's tricky because. Well, she is his wife, but she's not his wife because they did it as a business. But at the same time, he wants her to be his queen. So he needs to be there they for her. They do want the same yeah. thing. It's just... They're not talking. They yeah. need to talk to each other. Yeah. And then at the same time, I mean, I think the problem is that he will never want or need her as much as she wants and needs him. It's just by virtue of yeah. of who he is, that he's king, his first true love is Camelot. Yeah. And that that's that hurts. That's that hurts. It, and it, it does hurt her when she like that's the other thing. Like when he finally comes back and 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 he kind of stands her up to watch the tournament and Mordred is sitting there with her and she like hears like every like, you know, it's like the sun has just risen because all the people in the audience are like cheering and they're cheering because he's come back. And he looks all around and she's smiling at him and she's waving at him and he doesn't look at her once. That right there is like his people will always come first, which is great for a king, but hard for the queen. Yeah. And so it's so hard because she's like, but then the moments that he is with her, he seems to compartmentalize more. He needs to go to therapy or something. Yeah. Well, she does too. (laughs) She needs to much earlier than he does. (laughs) She, is a, she doesn't even she know like, who she is. does not know herself at all. <laughs> no, she, she needs to take some time for Guinevere. 
oh my god she didn't know about her period i forgot about that that was heartbreaking (laughs) she's like i'm dying yeah how will i protect him if i'm dying i'm bleeding to death bringing oh oh i need to tell you a story Mm -hmm. i might have told it maybe i have i i don't know (sighs) when i had to go to church group Mm -hmm. um there was this girl who was like have you watched dairy girls there's this girl in my church group who, uh, when I was in high school, um, who it was very obvious that like her only social encounters were through church. This isn't the like dog period all over the ground. No, story, no, no, is no, it? no, 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 no. But it doesn't involve a period. Okay. Um, I mean, I figured. Yeah. She was just very like, isn't God great, everybody? Like uh-huh. that type of person. Whereas like all of us. Isn't it crazy how just like Christ loves us? Yes. Mm-hmm. And he like, it's so amazing what he did for us. Yep. Yeah. That type of person. Where like her mom. She's like, God bless. Yeah. Bless it, your heart. We, we all went to Atlanta for some church trip that we did. And in her luggage, her mom packed her clothes, like her outfits in the order that she was supposed to wear them. Whoa. And then a little envelope with her food money each day. Uh-huh. Like, so that's just like a taste of like. What was going on? What was going on with her. So um, we were doing this like prayer thing. I and don't know what we were doing. She was praying to get her period and then she got it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so everyone's like, you know, peop- you're, you're, it, the, the blessing. Even when I was at this church group, I did not believe jack shit about what was going on. Like, I couldn't, I was like, man, I wish I could believe in this shit, but I can't. Um, and so it was great because, like, you you only had to, like, say a prayer if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I didn't say anything. And we're going around. And then she's like, um, I'd like to say a prayer. Oh, this does sound familiar. Yeah. But I don't remember the details. <laughs> she's like, can we please, I, I think we need to pray for me because I'm really worried oh, yeah. that I have begun bleeding and it's happened twice now <laughs> and it happens in my private parts and I just really want to have kids someday so if we could pray <laughs> and it's the saddest thing and then like and it was like we had this um our, our you know our group or church leader person that was with us was male and he was like man I I don't know what to do. He's like, can one of you guys like talk to her? Because I don't want to have to be the one to tell her she's got her period. Yeah. So we That's had to rough. tell her she had her period and that she would be fine. Did you have to explain what a period was? I did not do any explaining. It was another girl in the group. I'm blanking on her name. I would never say it on the air. Um, but she was like. Because the memory was put in your head. Yeah, <laughs> You can't access it. But she was like, it's fine. It wasn't even really like she didn't explain it too much because we I don't know. We were teenagers and it was strange. So she was just like, it's normal. It happens to all of us. It happens every month. It's going to keep happening. It means you're not pregnant. That is how you will have a baby. Yeah. That just means you didn't yet. Yeah. it's You're fine. And then when you're pregnant, it won't happen. And she's like, what? And then I remember we were just like, let's just go eat. Like we were, it was so, so like, when's lunch? Like, exactly. <laughs> well, cause it was just like, I don't know. Like we just, well, it, 
she needs to get that from her mom. She should get like bare bones details from you guys. Yeah. And then the rest should be like, and I think you should talk to your mom yeah. about this. I mean, I think we could have been more kind to her about it. Yeah. But I mean, teenagers are I cruel. Mean, you didn't go full carry on her eyes. No, no, so. no. We were just like, you're fine. Like it was like we were irritated that she didn't know. Well, it's when you're a teenager, when something like that happens, you get mad at the person who's embarrassed because I think you put yourself in their place. Yeah. And you want to stop. And they're yeah. the one causing it. So you're just like, stop. Yeah. Like, stop being embarrassed. Yeah. You're being embarrassing. Stop. And I feel embarrassed by proxy. She also like didn't even really feel embarrassed. She was more just like, what? And we were like, oh my yeah, God. She didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Anyway, I just, you, you gotta, you know, you, you gotta freaking talk to your kids, man. <laughs> you gotta. Yeah. You have to oh, tell them what's coming. Oh, man. Bad. But so anyway, Guinevere doesn't know. She thinks she's dying. Oh, yeah. Arthur wants to know. her. I, I really was happy that Arthur knew what was up. Yeah, me too. I did want, I was not wanting a whole book of her going like, oh, no, has he figured me out? Yeah. I like that he was in on it. Yeah. And I also liked, too, that, I mean, granted, we find out later it's because he's, like, slightly evil. But that like Mordred knew that she could do magic and like was like, I'm not going to tell anyone. <laughs> My neighbors make noise. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so uh, there's like various like errands that Arthur has to go on. He has to like go meet the Picts. And then Guinevere gets kidnapped by a very gross man. Malagant. Mal- Malagant. 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 Um, he's gross. He's terrible. Terrible. Because he's just a dude who wants to take over Camelot. And he's like, I'm going to ransom you. Do you think he'll care? And she's like, he's not coming for me. And he's like, well, shit. Yeah. I know. He's like, would he give his country over for you? And she's like, honestly? No. No. He's like, hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. And then she's like, okay, so here are your options. Like, I guess you could sell me to the Picts yeah. with them not knowing that Arthur won't give you up. But hey, then you got paid. Yeah. And they'll, you got it like, and a good then thing I'm with not the your picks. problem anymore. Yeah. Uh, I guess they'll just like marry me off to somebody. And uh, blah, blah, blah. She, I really liked how she was like, kind of fuck you about it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I also like her method of escaping. Yeah. Which was to pee in a bucket. And then throw her pee at a man. <laughs> <laughs> she gets them. She's she's like, I have to relieve myself. And they're like, oh, there's a bucket. And she's like, okay, but like, seriously, I do. So pee in a bucket throw. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and then she, uh, Mordred saves her and she runs off. Or Lancelot Mordred and her. Lancelot show yeah. up. Mordred and Lancelot show up. They uh, run off. Have we said the Lancelot twist? Oh, Lancelot's a woman. What? Trans man? Yeah. Question mark? I think so. I think so because also, um, you know what? Then I I correct. I correct. Lancelot's not a woman. It's, I mean, it's up to for interpretation. Yeah, could be, it's, could be not. I think uh, we'll woman by sex. And then in the book later, so she is like proven herself in the tournament to mm-hmm. become a knight of the round table. Wins against Arthur. It's like they, they could both have killed each other. They that was reach cool. A, that I was loved cool. that. I was very happy about that. 
Arthur's super excited he flips to make shit. Lancelot a knight. So excited. He's, he's just like, he just loves every, he loves fighting. Yeah. He loves battle. He's a big fan. Yeah. He's just been like watching this, this young upstart. Yeah. And then, and then her gender is found out and she's kicked out. Yeah. Or she's just like, thank you very much for your time. You may leave. Yeah. And then she goes with Mordred to save Guinevere. And Guinevere, once things are settled, like tells Arthur, like Lancelot is my knight. I think um, Lancelot says something like, oh, thank you so much. Um, I don't think I could have, you know, gone into wearing like dresses. When I dress like a woman, it feels like a lie. Yeah. So, so that's there what is makes me think trans man. Possibly trans man in which we'll see we'll see what when we find out more I guarantee you there's going to be more Lancelot in these next two books. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Maybe. I think Lancelot is, just disappears. Is Lancelot in the story much? <laughs> um <laughs> there's a child next door going whoa 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 whoa. Um those are my loud neighbors. <laughs> uh but yeah, it was Oh, and then, um, so then, uh, what's that guy's name again? Ma- Malagant. So Malagant is like, I'm going to come after you. And then chase, so, chase, chase. so she's like, shit, what do I do? And they're like, oh, these trees, let's wake them up. And she's like, I think I can she's handle like, it. I think that's like not the best idea. And he's like, but it's the only idea. And she's like, I guess so. She does it. <laughs> Even though she just talked to Marlon in a dream and he was like, you cannot fight by being magic. You have, have to, to be fight a by being queen. Yeah. And she's like, okay, but what if I ignored that and woke some trees up? She's like, listen, it's really messy right now. It's I need so to. It's so confusing. So then the trees awaken and she's like, well, shit. And and they start fighting her immediately. And she's like, or you could fight these guys. And the trees are like, sure, go fight those guys. And then meanwhile, Dark Queen's been a foreman over there. I know. And Mordred is like, by the way, the Dark Queen's my grandma. I'm so excited to introduce you. Yeah. Also, um, my mother was Morgan. M- Mor- what is that guy's name? Mor- Mordododo. Malagant? Malagant. My God, why can't I remember his name? I don't know. Malagant gets like exploded by a tree. And Guinevere does it. Yeah. Guinevere is she's controlling like, it feels the good. tree at that point. And like she just squeezes him to death. And Mordred like gets a chub from that. He likes it. He's like, oh, it feels good, doesn't it? And she's like, ooh, ooh, that was not good. And then she can't control the trees anymore. Arthur shows up with Excalibur and just like obliterates the trees. Like they're dead. There's no more magic. Yeah. And then she's like, ooh, I feel really sick from that sword. She's like really dizzy. And Mordred grabs her, gallops off. He's like, so what I'm thinking is we've run away together. We don't join my grandma. We don't we don't join Arthur. Yeah. You and me, baby. He's like, you could be something really amazing. And also let's just be free. Fuck society. And she's like, leap. Yeah. Run. Like, and Bye. she chooses Arthur. And she chooses Arthur and she chooses Camelot. She believes in Camelot yeah. too. She believes in Camelot. I also think, um, now I know I don't mean for you to take this me as something hurtful towards Arthur, but the <gasps> fact that she chooses Arthur that moment I was like oh even though I should have known it was a trilogy I was like oh she can't just this can't be it as far because there's so much still to like suss out with her relationship with Arthur 
And with herself. And with herself. Yeah. But like, I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about the shipping. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, oh. This ship makes no sense. Like, as it stands, I was like, it cannot end like this because like. This is improper shipping. Yeah. There's like stuff to have. Like, she needs to figure out like exactly what she needs from Arthur. And like, Arthur needs to figure out how to be a better husband to her. They need to figure out that they want to be husband and wife, first of all. Which they do. It's so obvious. It's so freaking obvious. Oh my God. It's so obvious. It's. I seriously want to go home and read this book again. <laughs> just for the relationships. It's so good. I, I want to reread it to try to find more clues about what oh the fuck she is. You're going to have like a is serial killer Excalibur. yarn. Yes. <laughs> I'm going to come back and you're going to be like, I've done a lot of work. <laughs> okay. Here's where I'm at right now. <laughs> The whole place is like, um, like you know, in movies when it's like lasers everywhere, you have to try and like yeah. get through, but it's yarn. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all your different theories. Um, That'd be crazy if it is something to do with the void of I Excalibur. think you're right. Because how think, could that lady hand over that sword? I think, I think you're right. I think it was that she was in the sword before and then he took her out of the sword so that way the sword could fight magic. Magic. And then he has to protect her and she has because he him. loves i think he loves the lady of the lake from the way he was talking to her it seemed like he loved her merlin mm -hmm. yes i agree it seemed like they were exes yes and she had maybe moved on and was like i just need this one thing from you and he's like yes but like my love and she's like can you not like <laughs> you're not right now of. where is my daughter yeah and he's like right 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 it's like um do you remember like it, when we went to that cafe and like i don't give mm -hmm. it's over mm-hmm you kidnap my daughter. Mm. I will you lock think you in about, this cave. Okay. I will lock you in this cave. Okay. You stole from me. You oh, stole. Lindsay, the cave. Mm -hmm. That's what you were talking about before. Yeah. Great. Yeah. He's going to be locked in there for some time. I think he's going to be fine though. I think he's alive. I mean, he's not fine. He's alive. In, the, in what I just read, whatever story, whatever King Arthur story that was, he's there for centuries. Oh, God. Oh, God. Because he lives time all at once. Yes. And he doesn't necessarily know the order in which things happen, but he knows everything that will happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What is she? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> when did these other books come out? I know. I know. I know. Now I'm like a fiend. When did they come out? Um, I also wanted My to- favorite tweet of hers i think about all the time is she's like oh why do i have to keep coming up with this action when i just want to like <laughs> i just want to get my characters together so they can have beautiful conversations oh my god <laughs> I oh i also wanted to read was. um her little letter at the beginning of this book um Dear reader, so things got pretty dark there for a while. And while I loved my time in the Ottoman Empire and Frankenstein Manor, I was ready for a little more wonder in my life. I hope you feel the same way because it's my genuine pleasure to welcome you to Camelot, but not the Camelot you know. I've always been fascinated by the Arthurian legends, but I find the same problem there that I have with most classic tales, a stunning lack of compelling female characters. We have brave noble Arthur, honorable Lancelot, conniving Mordred, baffling and powerful Merlin, but I wanted a Guinevere who was more than the fickle, feckless love interest. A Guinevere with agency and longing, adventures and fierce friends. A Guinevere who perhaps isn't Guinevere, but a mystery to everyone, including herself. You know what they say, when you want something done right, write it yourself. I needed an escape, so I ran away to a wondrous and tre treacherous and deeply romantic Camelot. Losing myself in the story was one of the most delicious writing experiences of my life. I hope reading it gives you the same magical escape. Girl, it did. 
It did. It really freaking did. And Very I also good. wanted to say a huge thanks to listener Audrey um, for sending us the advanced copy of this book. Hell yeah. Seriously, like. Thank you. We have been drooling over this book since we heard it was going to happen. <laughs> so I, I, I'm really, really grateful. So thank you so much, um, Audrey. And thank you. Um, yeah, so she chooses Camelot. She goes back. Mordred's like, dang. And then dot, dot, dot. My, even though, because, because it hadn't happened yet, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, maybe Mordred doesn't turn in this one. Maybe that's the change. Um, and then he did, and my mouth dropped open at work. Really? <laughs> I was reading it, and my jaw just dropped. I went, oh. When he said, I'd like you to meet my grandmother, I was like, oh. <laughs> excuse? She's squanchy? Um, See what? Yeah. No, it, it was great. Um, it was great. It was great, great, great. I cannot wait to read the next one. When does it come out? Did you see? Have you find out? Have you no. found out? Ugh. I have not felt this like, ooh, I can't wait for this book to come out, for the next book to come out since Harry Potter. Really? Because I was reading Harry Potter um, while it was being released. And I guess I just haven't really been reading a book since that was also at the same time being released, like the trilogy. I felt the same way about the Anti Darken trilogy. <laughs> Sorry, this is this is great. <laughs> I'm trying to find um any news in this tweet is um it's like conversation, fake out, make out, conversation, fight maybe. Fake out, make out, conversation, actual make out, nope, another fake out, conversation, JK, kidnapping, dragon maybe, fake out, no, this time a real make out, and then I'm good at outlining. <laughs> oh my God, is that Kirsten White? Yeah. Uh, love you, Kirsten White. Uh. This other one is quoting, hello, fe- fellow characters, it's the middle of act two, so let's have a conversation reminding the reader all the threads in play and what's at stake. Yes, <laughs> This is a natural, normal thing to do, and not at all because our author has the attention span of a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> She's just fun that. on Twitter. She's great. She's so great. And oh, here it is. Sorry, Yay. the tweet. No, I haven't found anything. Here's the tweet that I liked. Mm. Half my job is thinking up more interesting set pieces for people to have conversations in. Can I not just write formless, bodiless voices having devastating, sparkling, important conversations in the empty void of space? Oh my god, girl! It's how I feel all the time. It's the best. She's the That's best. A very good tweet. She's, great. She's such a good Wait, writer. I wonder who the um, books. Come- I should read this. We should read the Slayer series sometime. Yes, never definitely. read them. Um, she's such a fucking good writer. She's such a good writer. Uh, called Guinevere Rising. What's it called? No, <laughs> the Guinevere Deception. No, the trilogy. Oh, Camelot Rising. Camelot Rising. Camelot Rising. Like, the Camelot Rising trilogy. <laughs> this is not the same book. No, are you looking at Michael Clary? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The Camelot Wars book two. Ding danger. Ding dang dong. Ding dang dong. I don't think we're gonna find it. Camelot I think it's Rising. just a whisper in the wind as of this, as of now. Lame. Another book coming out. I like seriously. I I read this all the entire book. On my flight from Atlanta to here, it's actually the perfect length for a flight to Atlanta <laughs> or from Atlanta to to Burbank. Um, 
literally finished it as we were touching down. Um, God, the artwork is so, so good. Oh, for the book? Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, so thank you so much um, to uh, Audrey for sending us this book. Yeah, um, thank Also you. to Kirsten White for being an amazing author that I can't get enough of. Good work. I seriously <laughs> scream about Kirsten White to anyone that will listen. Uh, at your wedding, I ran oh, into Hector White, and no. he was like, I ran into Kirsten White and she told me when book two is coming out uh-huh. and I forgot. <laughs> um, Hector. Hector, he says he talks about um, uh, Elizabeth Frankenstein. Frankenstein all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great book. Um, or she's a great writer. Mm-hmm. This was a great book. Uh, yes. Definitely read it if you yep. can. Um, and... Um, do we know what we're doing next? Yes, we are doing the Cataluna Chronicles, Ooh. Fear Street, the Cat- Cataluna Chronicles with um, our typically Sweet Valley High yeah. correspondent, Ryan Mogi, but she did join us for Fear a couple other Fear Street sagas. Yeah. Um, so that's gonna be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, if you want to support our show, you can go to patreon.com slash teencreeps. Um, we have a new tier that involves us, uh, thanking our $15 producers. You are very special producers. Um, We, yeah, we, this show is produced, uh, with the, in part by, what does PBS say? Whatever. Oh, uh, shit. What is it? Produced in part by. Produced in part by Wendy Bartos. Oh, am I reading? Yeah, let's trade. Okay. (laughs) Sasha Gibson. Molly Marks. Micah Eunice. Landry Desmond. Kelly Burns. Claire Moore. Victoria Beck. And Rogue Kale- Kalewa. She right. told me how to say it. Kalewa. 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 Let's take that again. Okay. And Rogue Kalewa. Yes. Thank you so much. Mahalo. Rogue Kalewa. Um, thank you guys. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Um, and... Thank you to all of our patrons and to all of our listeners. We love you guys so much. You're a wonderful community. Uh, if you want to sh- share our show in, or what? <laughs> yeah. If you want to share you our show, what? find a stranger, sit down with them, <laughs> listen to the My Sweet Adriana episode with them. <laughs> that one. That Specifically. one. Specifically. Share our show. What? Leave a review. You can share it. You can share it. Post a link to our show. Post a link to our show. Somewhere. Send a link of our show in an email to everybody on your contact <laughs> list with just the knife emoji. <laughs> See what they do. Social experiment. <laughs> um, find us on all social media at Teen Creeps Pod. I think that's all she wrote. That's all she wrote, Mama. <laughs> See you next time. Keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.